0: Suns
1: have a timeout. Decide not to call it. Booker the drive. Gets inside. Leans in. Backed away and stolen by Holiday. Phoenix has the foul. And a tentacle ball Throws it down.
0: And a foul. Giannis on the alley-oop. What a turnaround. A chance to take the lead and the turnover. As
1: the Bucks now up by three and a free throw coming up. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joe Chris Ranji today with you as we get set for Game 6 of the NBA Finals. The Bucks go back home after really an incredible run of winning three straight in the series. And, and that game in Game 5, to finish that the way they did, the steal by Holiday, the alley-oop, the dunk by Giannis. Uh, an exclamation point on what has been a complete turnaround in the series that many didn't see coming one that might have is ryan Horvath. He is the host co-host of bet mgm tonight he joins us right now uh he's got to be ready here for this thing to end tonight and the bucks maybe to uh, to hoist a trophy ryan did you see this coming
2: thanks for having me guys i, I did um well so, I've kind of seen this come in the last three years, and every year I've been disappointed. You know, since I moved to Milwaukee, I kind of fell in love with this team because sometimes you cover teams, and that's where I started, you know, as a reporter working for the Bucs and the Packers. And you're like, man, these are just some regular dudes that I actually kind of root for with Giannis and Chris Middleton. And now I love Drew Holiday. So, two years ago, when they go to the Eastern Conference Finals, they have that 2 0 series lead against Toronto. And I thought it was going to happen that year. Golden State was beat up. Toronto goes to the finals after the Bucks blow that lead. They end up dethroning Golden State. Then last year, I said, well, this is going to be the year. They had the best record in the NBA. They go into the bubble, and they get bounced in the second round. So this year, my price was 5-1 to one to start the season. That's what I'll be cashing tonight. And then in the finals, what I did was when the Bucks were plus 210 over at BetMGM, I actually found better value with Giannis to win series MVP because that was still sitting there plus 240. Now, who knows, maybe Chris Middleton goes out there tonight and drops 50 and ends up winning the MVP, if the Bucks get it done, of course. But I just kept finding value with different parts of this series and um, Giannis to an MVP and then a little uh, preseason Bucks action. So I'm really looking forward to it tonight. Uh, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't looking good after game two. You know, it looked like the Suns were the more complete team. But, Joe, the, like the way I look at it, like historically, you know, since the 90s even, and really since I started betting on sports, um, I look at the NBA Finals like, I'm going to take the team that has the best player. And I know the narrative was there for Chris Paul to finally get his ring and win Finals MVP. But Giannis is the best player on the floor. He's a back-to-back MVP or defensive player of the year. So I went with the best player. And uh, finally, the supporting cast has stepped up. Drew Holiday was great. Like you said, the steal, But just for him to have, um, let's say, the courage to throw that lob pass, that alley-oop, like I did not see that coming. And for Giannis to come down with it, one of the more unbelievable plays.
0: You know, uh, I did. Well, I told Joe about this earlier in the show that I, it was probably six weeks ago, maybe uh, a month, six weeks ago. I took out a ticket on Giannis to win the the finals MVP at 850. So I'm feeling really good about that because after the first two games of the series, we were talking like this is Chris Paul's award to lose. And he's kind of lost it already. And maybe things change here over tonight and um, in Game 7 if they come back and win. But but can you really see a realistic way, with the way he looks, that, that he could end up winning the Finals MVP?
2: No, and that's the thing. Like It was so heavily juiced after Game 2, Chris. It was minus 165, and I was like, why am I going to pay that price to win Finals MVP? And especially, like you saw it since Drew Holiday, really since Game 3. What happened was the Bucks made an adjustment with Drew Holiday. He's been picking up Chris Paul full court. He's been all over him, hounding him. And people are saying that maybe Chris Paul isn't completely right. You know, a couple games back, they, he went over to the bench, and he was holding his hand, and yeah. the trainer came over, and they put the towel over him. But still, like if, if let's say the Suns get it done, I'm probably looking at Devin Booker to win MVP. Um, I mean, he's had two 40-plus games. The only problem with Devin Booker, as great as he's been in the fourth quarter of these games, he hasn't had he hasn't assisted on one field goal in any of these finals games. But still, I mean, he's getting to his spots. He's knocking down jumpers. I think if you're given the MVP, if Phoenix ends up pulling it out, it's going to be Devin Booker rather than Chris Paul, unless it's just the narrative that hey, you finally got this ring. But let's be like, Chris Paul has not been good the last three games.
1: He hasn't. In fact, I think he's been bad, Ryan. I, I mean, I, you lost the way he played, especially in Game Four. I mean, it's it's weird to say that about Chris Paul, but. I think really the series has shifted for two reasons. Giannis has just totally taken over. I agree with you. He's by far the best player in the series. But, I mean, Chris Paul, I mean, not only is he not play well, it feels like he's kind of skating by without any criticism. He's been bad in a lot of these spots. Right, and
2: that's the thing. Like, because he's Chris Paul, I feel like, you know, nobody's really been talking about how bad he's been. The turnovers, you know, the missed jumpers. And it's like he's waited his whole career to get to this spot you know, and if he doesn't get the ring this year, I don't know if Chris Paul is ever going to get the ring. I mean, is he going to stay in Phoenix? You expect they have a little bit of money where maybe they could add another piece. DeAndre Ayton's only going to get better. We also have to remember this is him and Devin Booker's first playoffs ever. And they're in the finals and Devin Booker's chopping 40 in consecutive finals games. So you only expect them to get better, you know, with more experience, but we don't even know where Chris Paul is going to be next year. There was those New York rumors. I don't think he's going to play for the Knicks. We do that every time. There's a free agent, um, but I still, I just feel like if he doesn't get that ring this year, I don't know when he's going to. So, I mean, he's, I'll tell you this. I, I do expect Chris Paul to actually show up tonight. In fact, the first prop I played, um, I went with the points, rebounds, and assists, the PRAs over at BetMGM, and it's a little juice, not slightly juice now only, minus 115, points, rebounds, and assists. You figure this is game six, do or die. He has to show up tonight. I don't know if he's going to drop 30, but he's probably going to go over the 8.5 assists, He's gonna pull down a couple of rebounds. Like it's now or never for Chris Paul. But I'm glad you said that because I feel like he's gotten a free pass, you know, and he has not been good. Also, I didn't really like what he did to, he did to Giannis on to the dunk either, man. Huh. That was a dirty play. If anybody did that to Chris Paul, we'd never hear the end of it.
0: Yeah, that's uh, you're you're right about that. I, I wonder if because Giannis has played so well and because he's really kind of stolen the show outside of the actual games, like by some of the comments he's made about you know, how level headed he is in the moment. And a lot of people have taken to those comments uh, because he just seems to get it. You know, I, I wonder if that's really taken the attention and the focus off of Paul. Do you think it's it's that simple?
2: Yeah, I have. And that's why, like, I was joking on Twitter the other day um, after, you know, those comments from Giannis and the post game presser and what he said, you know, uh, after the shoot around came out. I was like, man, everybody is finally recognizing how great of a guy this dude is because he's literally been in the league for years now. He's won two MVPs. You know, he's he's been on a team with the best record the last three years, but nobody's paid attention to him because it's always about LeBron or it's about Chris Paul or it's you know it's it's about where's Damian Lillard heading. But I mean, that that's really why I started to like fall in love with this guy because that's really how he is off the floor. Like I remember a couple years back, they introduced him to a corn dog for the first. But <laughs> so like when, when people even travel to, to go watch the Bucks play, he will take time out. Like you saw that video that goes viral with that little girl and she wrote him this whole like little story and poem. And he's like, you know, can I hug you? And he's just a regular good guy, you know, and um, that's, that's really why you root for him. And like you said, he's level-headed. I was talking to my dad and my dad's a diehard Bulls fan. And he's like, man, I can't help but root for this Bucks team. I think this is the most likable team in the NBA in 20 years. Everybody just seems like a good guy. And I hate to say this because I, I, you know, but it seems like they just want it more. And I completely agree. Like, I hate when people say that because both teams want to win the NBA finals, but the Bucks just look like they're making those hustle plays, man. Whether it's Bobby Portis coming into the game and the crowd going wild for him, or whether it's, you know, Drew Holiday on the defensive end, Chris Middleton has been so good in the finals. I mean, as their closer and also facilitating in the fourth quarter, that's the difference. You know, while Devin Booker doesn't have any assist, Chris Middleton's assistant on any play or he isn't scoring. He's playing with the basketball in his hands more. So I do think that that's kind of stolen the attention away from Chris Ball a little bit.
1: Ryan Horvat, co-host Bet MGM tonight with us here on BetQL Daily. We get ready for Game Six of the NBA Finals next hour. Ryan McDonough, Odyssey NBA Insider, will be on the show. So tonight the Bucks are four and a half point favorites. Uh, you look right now and you see it on points bet over under two twenty two. Ryan, what kind of game are you expecting? I know you probably think the Bucks will close this out. Are you are you thinking we're getting a close one? Is this one going to be a Bucks cover? How do you see this game playing out tonight?
2: I'm glad you guys have McDonough coming on because that reminds me. I think he said Suns and five. Oh, he I did. Commented with uh-huh. commented with a little note on the tweet. So I'll have to remind him if the Bucks close this one out tonight and give him a hard time. I know he's a big Suns guy, obviously and rightfully so. Since he discovered, that. Um, but. So I actually took some Suns. I took the five. I'm on the Suns tonight to cover the five. I feel like this is a possession game. It's do or die. Maybe that's narrative-based, but I feel like Chris Paul is going to show up. And Booker, I mean, the Bucks really don't have an answer for him right now. And plus, it's kind of almost a hedge bet because I did have some Bucks before the season. I have the Giannis MVP ticket. And I do think that this is going to be a close game. My favorite tonight, and maybe I'm off because, I mean, we've seen the tough shot making in this series. You know, nobody's really getting stops, especially in the first half, but I'm on the under Two twenty two and a half and a half is where I got it. My, you know, minus minus one ten over at Bet MGM. And I absolutely uh, love that bet. I love the under tonight. I think it's going to be a half court game. I think is going to be slowed up now. You know, what concerns me is the shot may has been incredible. As you've heard Mike Breen say like 5,000 times in the series. So, but I do think that this game goes under and, um, you know, maybe the Bucks close it out. Everybody I've talked to pretty much today, I mean, granted, it's a lot of people in Milwaukee as well, think that the Bucks are just going to roll tonight because they're letting more people in the Pfizer forum. In fact, I saw it's like $1,000, over $1,000 tonight for standing room only. So you could stand by the janitor closet over by the bathroom and not even <laughs> see the game, and you're dropping a G. I find that to be insane. But still, I, I do think the Suns keep it close tonight. So I took the five.
0: All right. Um I know that that game is happening. It is the most important thing going on in Milwaukee, with maybe the exception of what's happening with Aaron Rodgers. And we find out today that he was offered a contract extension with the Packers, and he turned that down. Does that tell us anything different about the situation than we already knew?
2: See, I don't think so. And I also think because Bob McGinn, who covers the Packers, reported this like three months ago. People in Milwaukee today, Chris, are so pissed that Adam Schefter, they were already mad that he ruined draft night. And I kind of was too. I was like, I get it. The biggest story up to that point was Tim Tebow returning to football to play tight end. But they could have made it about the guys that were actually getting drafted. Like, hey, tell us something about these guys. Not just like, you know, when this kid was seven years old, he witnessed his aunt's best friend shot. And it's like, that's what I hate about the draft is everything like comes for some reason. But instead, it became the Aaron Rodgers story all night long, where we thought he was going to get traded. And the Packers aren't going to move Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I mean, why would they? You know, for what, draft picks that they can't use until next year? I think what this says is Rodgers, I do think he suits up week one. I think he shows up to Green Bay. I mean, we saw him in the match. The guy looks like he's in excellent shape, and he's still the ultimate competitor. And does he really want his legacy in Green Bay to end with three straight incomplete passes to Devontae Adams and Mason Crosby coming on the field to kick a field goal where he doesn't get the ball back? Loses to Tom Brady and again loses in the NFC title game for the second consecutive year. So I think he shows up, but I think what he wants is I think he's, I don't think, I think he wants out of Green Bay, but he knows they're not going to trade him this year. So I think what he does is he shows up, plays one more year, and then tries to force his way out next year, maybe to Denver or maybe to San Francisco, which isn't going to be a thing. Like they're not going to keep him in the NFC. They're going to send him off to the AFC like they did to Brett Favre, send him somewhere like the Jets. So I do think that he plays this year. But um, that doesn't surprise me because I don't think it ever was about the money. I mean, they, they made him mad, man. They moved up. They took their first skill position player since they took him, and they take a quarterback to replace him without letting him know. So I think mm-hmm. this is all about revenge. But I do think he suits up with one.
1: Ryan, all right, take, take us inside. to set the scene tonight. So you're, you're co-hosting uh, BetMGM tonight with Quentin tonight. You guys will be on from 7 to 11 Eastern. The game will tip a little after 9. So, so you're doing the show in the beginning of the game – what, what does Ryan Horvath do when you guys sign off on the air? The game is probably, what, halftime, second half, third quarter? Do you, do you kind of sit there and watch the end? Do you, do you run home? How do you handle tonight with the, the possible clincher after you're done on the air?
2: Man, that's such a great question because, like, every night when I go into the studio, Joe, I, like, think in my head, what am I going to do? Because what's going to happen is the show's going to end, and there's going to be, like, three minutes and 15 seconds. It always seems to be the case left in the third quarter. So I have a nine-minute Uber ride home. Do I put the game up on my app, on my phone, or do I put it in the studio? The closer the game, I sit in the studio. Um, also, like the pace of the game. Like if they go to, if they go to a review, man, like at that three-minute mark, I know I could get home, and I'm only going to miss one minute of game action because there will be the timeout around the two-minute mark, and you know the review is going to take 15 minutes, even though it's probably meaningless. The ball probably clearly went off on Chris Paul's foot, but they're going to look at it for 15 minutes. So I judge it differently every single night. But tonight, game six and a possible closeout scene, the Bucks haven't won championship since 1971. My buddy Bart Winkler over at 12.50 a.m., the fan has literally been setting up chairs
0: for this parade for like three weeks. The city keeps taking dad. the chairs yeah, away.
2: Yeah, I mean, he. Oh, yeah, Chris, you guys talked to him last night. Yeah. He's going nuts right now. I, I'm very concerned for his health if the Bucs don't get it <laughs> done tonight. Like I know. He ran it through his head that they lose this game. So I'll probably stick around the studio.
1: Yeah, you can't move. You got to stay. You, you can't miss a minute of action. Ryan Horvat, listen up tonight, co-host BetMGM tonight. On the other side, we got a lot to get into here, including a major NFL injury we just heard about. We'll hit on that next. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network.